Welcome to the Grad School Femtoring Podcast, the place for first-gen students of color to prepare for grad school. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Fu, and I will be serving as your femtor, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into and successfully navigate grad school. For over 10 years, I've been helping first-gen students of color get into top grad programs in their field, and I'm really excited to support you on your academic journey too. Hi everyone, this is Dr. Yvette here, um, coming in to let you know that I'm doing my first replay. I am going to be um, re-releasing my episode on motivating yourself to write a grad school essay. I'm doing this because I've been meeting with coaching clients and hearing from listeners, and many of you are actually working on your grad school applications. You're writing your essays. Some of you are working on first drafts, second drafts, multiple drafts. And regardless of what stage you're in, it's still a difficult process and it can be hard to sustain your motivation. And so if you're struggling as you're working on your essays, go ahead and take a listen. And I hope that you find it useful. All right, enjoy. Until next time. Hi, everyone. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about how to motivate yourself to write a graduate school essay. This was a request from an Instagram follower who was specifically wondering how to motivate herself to write a statement of purpose. And I understand how overwhelming it can be to think about um, how to even get started on your essays especially if um, you've been away from an educational setting and maybe you've taken a gap year or two, you're no longer kind of accustomed to the process, the routine of constantly writing essays. And then on top of that, you know, the looming deadlines, I don't know how many graduate programs you may be applying to, but having multiple programs, multiple prompts, it can feel like a daunting task. And so here are some tips on what I think may help you get started. The first thing is you wanna start thinking about what you're gonna write about. So you wanna get a good idea of what it is that you are drafting. To do that, you wanna open up your application portals, take a look at the prompts and figure out what is it that they're asking me? Are they asking me to write a personal statement? Are they asking me to write a statement of purpose? Are they asking me to write a diversity statement? And if so, what things am I supposed to write in each? So if it's a statement of purpose, then I want to focus on my research. Um, if it's an applied program, I want to focus on my um, work experience, internship experience, volunteer experience. If it's a personal statement, you want to focus on yourself, your background, your backstory, and everything that led and motivated you to pursue the field that you're pursuing. If it's a diversity statement, you want to focus on the many ways that your identity or your research or your work experience or your service work has contributed to diversity um, in an academic setting, so at the university level. Okay, so now once you have a better sense of what it is you're writing, I recommend getting started with brainstorming. If you're struggling with brainstorming, then I recommend trying out this exercise. It's called free writing. If you haven't heard of free writing before, you can 
go ahead and Google it. It is the process of essentially writing your thoughts out loud nonstop for a delimited period of time. So you time yourself. Usually it's about 10 to 15 minutes. And ideally you want to give yourself some sort of prompt, um, maybe some guiding questions. And for 10 to 15 minutes, you answer one or more questions that you have already get, you know, set yourself up to answer. And you type or write nonstop everything that you are thinking, including, I've, you know, so let's say you're typing um, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my goodness, I really want to stop typing right now. I'm getting distracted. I'm thinking about what I need to do tomorrow, but I really need to keep typing. And supposedly I'm supposed to type my thoughts out loud. So what was I answering again? Oh, okay. Yeah. I was answering that question. Oh, that reminds me of this other thing. So <laughs> you are literally writing your thoughts out loud nonstop without censoring yourself, without thinking about grammar or typos or anything like that. And the whole purpose of doing that is to help you generate ideas. And so, yes, some of that will be fluff. Some of that will be trash. Some of that will be you thinking out loud of everything that distracts you and you won't use that. But some of it actually will be very helpful because once you get back on topic, you might actually realize that you were able to um, identify or generate ideas that you hadn't thought about before. So free writing is a great exercise to get you started when you're starting from scratch. So I recommend free writing. I recommend brainstorming. And brainstorming doesn't have to be... Um, doesn't have to include typing, uh, you know, paragraphs of writing per se. Some people are more visual learners. So brainstorming can mean um, creating, um, what is it like, different diagrams or images and um, charts, just anything that'll help you put your ideas in another medium that can help as well. And then I also mentioned timers. I'm a big fan of the Pomodoro method. I'm sure I've mentioned it countless times already, but I'm a fan of timing yourself for 25 minutes. In fact, I ordered myself a you know $5 timer that literally I turn it on and I set it. I write, you know, you can probably hear that. And I, you know, put 25 minutes and then I set it to start. And then at the 25 minute mark, it'll ring. And then I give myself a five minute break after that. And the five minutes I can do whatever I want. I can go on social media. I can check my email. I can go take a quick walk um, or do whatever I want to do. But I get my break. And it, it helps to have a timer because when you're overwhelmed, it doesn't have to be 25 minutes. It can literally just be, I'm going to get started. I'm going to, because I'm so overwhelmed, I'm going to, set the timer to five minutes and see if I can withstand writing, opening up this Word document and writing for five minutes straight. If you get can get yourself to write for five minutes straight, there's a good chance you're going to be able to write a little longer than that. So timers are great because they help to keep you motivated because then when you start to lose steam, you can see how much time you have left and try to push through for the remaining period of time and then take your break. All right. 
Another thing, I think it depends on your writing style. Um, some people like to just generate ideas. Some people don't like to get started unless they have a better sense of what they're going to work on. And so I was always like that. I always like to have an idea of what I was going to write about before writing it. And so outlining has been really good for me. And that's something you can do as well. If you have an idea of which document you're drafting and um, you have some ideas for what you're going to write about in each paragraph, then go ahead and create an outline and then flesh out your outline, have like sub questions within each paragraph to answer. And then once you answer those questions, start to put the ideas together into paragraphs. Once you have the ideas together into paragraphs, start to figure out how these ideas intersect or interconnect so that you can move around the paragraphs to see where it flows better. And then before you know it, you'll have a draft. So outlining can help. If you're really struggling, really just like, I don't know how to do this. I um, just completely um, blocked because I, I just don't know how to get started. I don't know what this is supposed to look like. I'm so confused. If that's the case, and yes, this has happened to me. This happened to me recently, not that long ago. Um, I had to start drafting. Um, this was like weeks ago, drafting a maternity leave plan for work. And I kept thinking to myself, like, what is a maternity leave plan? What does that look like? Like, I have no idea, like, how much detail goes into it. it you know, is it multiple pages? Is it one page? What kind of, like, I just was, and then I kept Googling and couldn't find any samples. And I was just so lost. So finally, what I did was I reached out to other colleagues who I knew who had gone on maternity leave. And I asked them, like, what they did, um, what kind of materials did they prepare and if they felt comfortable sharing their maternity leave plan with me. And so one person gave me advice and some ideas on how, like the types of materials they, they prepared for their colleagues. Another person actually did send me um, two like sample documents that they prepared. And just thinking about the different approaches uh, and the different advice that I got, I was able to then come up with my own plan. And so, Long story short, if you, are, if you are feeling lost and confused, don't know how to get started, perhaps you might want to reach out to other people, whether it's grad students at the program that you're interested in or individuals that you know who are currently in graduate school um, and see if they're willing to either share advice or share a sample of their statements and then take a look at them so you can get some ideas for what these things actually look like. How are they structured? What types of um, ideas are they sharing? And that will help you then get started. The last thing I want to focus on today in terms of motivation, and I think this is probably the best motivator, and this is identifying a form of external accountability. Nothing for me gets my butt working on what I need to do more than knowing that I have to turn it into someone or that someone's going to hold me accountable to it or someone's going to check in on me 
And <laughs> I don't know if it's the shame or the Catholic guilt, the fact that I grew up Catholic. I'm, I don't self-identify as Catholic anymore, but um, I don't know what it is <laughs> if I know that someone else out there is going to check up on me, someone else out there is going to meet with me, someone else out there is going to read this material that then helps push and motivate me. It increases that sense of urgency for me to get the job done, whatever it is I need to complete. And so for external accountability, maybe that can be a friend, maybe that can be a mentor, femtor, it can be a professor, faculty member, you know, it can be anyone really who you can um, kind of form of an agreement and say, hey, I need you to do this and take it seriously and check up on me and make sure that I get it done and I need to send it to you. Can you review it? Or I need to send it to you. Can you make sure I get it done? Um, identify some sort of person who can be your accountability buddy. So that way you set your own internal deadline for when you want to get things done and share that deadline with that person and hopefully then meet that deadline and send whatever materials you, you needed to work on to that individual. That is all I want to say for today in terms of motivation. Just in short, try out some free writing, brainstorming exercises, try out timers, identify some guiding questions, um, create an outline, look at samples, ask others for advice on how to write these statements and identify an external form of accountability. I hope that helps. I know it's not easy, but I trust that you can get it done. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you all next time. Thank you so much for joining me in the Grad School Femtoring Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or email me your review at gradschoolfemtoring at gmail.com. You can also show your support by going to gradschoolfemtoring.com and joining my mailing list where you'll receive weekly tips, podcast and blog updates, as well as discounts for my digital downloads, online courses, and much more. One last thing. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until next time.